This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. That it is. Well, at least with Austin. Again, Strick's out today. Should be back tomorrow as far as I know. We got Nick filling in. It'll be three straight hours of radio. Three and a quarter yeah. with a crossover. Three and a That's quarter. That's a marathon. Yeah, and then plus the two hours before earlier this morning. True. Not bad, though. It's fine. It's going to be a good day. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, Austin. Thank you. It's always fun to, to mix and match every now and then. That it is. Um, speaking of mix and match, uh, Strick and I don't talk a whole lot of volleyball. We kind yeah. of pride ourselves on being the, the basketball show for the most part on the station. But Husker Volleyball doing its thing apparently down in Brazil. Yeah, so so Nebraska Volleyball is out in Brazil right now, and they're playing I – don't, I don't want to I don't want to butcher the, the team name that they're playing, but n- nonetheless, they're playing this team in Brazil who plays in the Brazilian Super League, is it's called – is what it's called. Um, let me go to to Lincoln Arneal's Twitter because he he laid it out really well. Um, so the Huskers are taking on Mina Tani Klube Klub. It's like basically club, right? Yeah. The runner up in the Brazilian Volleyball Super League in 2022 and 2023. They are a five time league champion of the Super League. They've won it in 1993, 2002, but more importantly, in 2019, 2021, and 2022. They won the Brazilian Volleyball Super League. Well, Nebraska won the first set against them 25-8. to eight. And so that is something that you could probably hang your hat on just a little bit. Is that, I mean, Nebraska Volleyball the, just... Absolutely unbelievable, once again. Looks like they're up 12-10 right now Okay. in the second set. I have it pulled up. I'd be curious to know, it's a professional team they're playing yes. against, right? Yeah. I'm curious if it's like the U-20 team, if it's like the, the under, similar to like soccer where, mm, where USA will have like the U-18 national team. I'd be... I'd be more inclined to believe that it's probably their their twenty and under their U twenty national team. Rico was mentioning the one camera angle, and yeah, I mean Nebraska looks bigger, faster, stronger, yeah. more athletic. The players on the Brazil side do look about the same age range, so I okay. think that's a, so, a really good call. Perfect. So it might not be the the actual the the older team, but the the developmental team, if you will, the under twenty mm-hmm. team. And we so. got the black shorts out. That's right. It's it's all black uniforms I saw on the stream. If you want to check out the stream, because we got a text about it a little bit earlier, if you want to go watch the stream while you have us on the radio, because don't turn us off, uh, keep us on your radio while you maybe stream it on your computer or something from your cubicle, you can go over to the, the Husker Volleyball Twitter page. You can go on to Huskers.com. There's a couple other places that you can go. But, but hurry up fast, because if uh, things you know, continue the way that it seems like they are, it, it might be a quick, quick exhibition game for Nebraska here. That it might. As they keep going, might want to talk some more Husker volleyball, what the expectations are, you know, yeah. and how long does John Cook have left in him? 
You know, that's something I I heard yeah. rumblings behind the scenes that would have been the Krause Batenhorst class. He was going to see mm-hmm. them through. That was yeah. his last four year promise. Which was is what I heard behind two the years scenes. left? Yes. Just two years? Yeah. So that's what's interesting is and then down the road also, like we don't obviously don't need to go down deep into this rabbit hole, but like who who succeeds him? Right? Is mm-hmm. it is it is it Danny Busboom Kelly's job? Is it do you see like Jordan Larson hasn't gotten into major coaching, no. right? She was at she went to Texas, Texas. and helped out mm-hmm. for a, a short amount of time, but she's still playing with USA. Do you bring Hildenbrand back as a Jalen Reyes' the thing. job? That well, and that's what's weird is like Jalen Reyes is such a talented recruiter and and just uh, overall coach and has been so instrumental and valuable to the this dynasty that Nebraska has been able to build that it's he's he is so valuable to it. It's like I mean, you're right. Is, is it his? I mean, Tyler Hildenbrand went to his alma mater at Long Beach State, and that's where. That's where he's the head coach now at, but man, it's it's tough to tough to think about because it's weird thinking about like for me personally, a volleyball team not coached by John Cook, bizarre. Yeah. Well, even going back before that with Terry Pettit, yes. as long as he ran that program yep. the way he you're did absolutely it. right, and that's where I wonder if you know John Cook deserves to do things his way. <laughs> he has more yeah. than earned that right. He is as close to unimpeachable as you can get in this state. I wonder if he follows the same succession plan, you know, bring in your replacement for a year, let him sit on the bench mm-hmm. and go from there. How much of it's in John Cook's control? How much of it is Trev Albert's call? How much of it is Ted Carter's call with the new That's right. you know, reimagining of the power structure. Do you do you wonder or I should say do you ever worry about Nebraska taking a step back in volleyball? I think Nebraska did that in the kind of late 2000s, early 2010s, yep. where they won that title in 05 and then went forever without one. They're still in the tournament, obviously, still you know yeah. the top of the Big 12, but struggled to make it to Final Fours, even Elite Eights. So if that's what a step back looks like, I can think of you know 120 programs in the country that would kill for that. Oh, exa- you're exactly right. But, I mean, think about think about just the, the dynasty that Nebraska's on right now. Is, is their Final Four is... I don't want to say something we're used to because I don't want to. Oh, I don't, we are. We're I don't, used to. Well, it. <laughs> I don't want to devalue how important it is or how impressive it is to go to a Final Four. I, so I want to. I want to be careful with how I how mm-hmm. I word this. But like, that's what we're we're used to seeing and we're comfortable at is like a Final Four appearance, a national championship appearance, and more mm-hmm. than likely, you're also doing it in the Big Ten Conference that's really talented in volleyball, right? Mm-hmm. And so you look at I think what Nebraska's been able to do, and is a step back inevitable when you change coaches? I don't know, because guess what? You have a, a, a potential coach in Danny Busboom who, I mean, those options that we just said, right? Tyler Hildebrand has USA experience. Um, Danny Busboom led a team to the Final Four last year in Louisville. You have Jalen Reyes, who's been a part of your thing for a substantial amount of time. Mm-hmm. And you always continue to reload and rebuild and just continue to chug forward whether you lose a couple players to the transfer portal and despite just nonstop top recruits signing to your program here's the other absolutely hilarious kind of history repeats itself option do you poach wisconsin's guy because john cook was an assistant at wisconsin do you pay the big bucks to kelly sheffield 
that is such a such a, a fascinating idea. Because how how disappointed is this place if they're not getting a Nebraska player? Or if they're not getting somebody with Nebraska tie. John Cook didn't really have Nebraska ties. He was out at San Diego, went to Wisconsin. Rico, 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 Rico has thoughts. Come on, Rico. But it's the same discussion we it have is. with football. It is. Do you yeah. need an insider or do you need an That's, outsider? Man. What, what's better? I think both work. You don't need an insider. Um, Kelly Sheffield would be fantastic. But if you look at the John Cook coaching tree and what he has been able to put out there, you have an endless supply of people who are doing big things That's at big true. universities. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it's it's Jalen Reyes and Danny Busboom Kelly are one A, one B. Because in But are they con- better coaches than Kelly Sheffield? What? Are they better coaches than Kelly Sheffield? Uh, they've been coaching for a less amount of time. You can't afford to get hung this, up on well, the internal ties. And We've it's done not, that okay, in football before. It's not the internal ties. It's the fact that uh, Danny Busboom Kelly comes from the co- John Cook coaching tree. You can internal whatever tie. internal tie. You can whatever with that. But you see Dang what Austin. she's done with a Louisville squad that was not a national power. Correct. She's been in the NCAA tournament year after year. She's been a top seed in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. She went to a Final Four last year. She's doing nothing but succeeding at Louisville. If she were to, and the only, the other thing is in her contract that she signed, the only team that she can leave. Louisville for without having to pay her contract back is Nebraska. That is, it's just so wild. To th- How crucial will it be for Trev Alberts, whoever who, or whoever the athletic director is, at that time when when John Cook decides to to retire and move on? How important and crucial will that hire be? It's Cook's percent. choice. Like, huh? It's Cook's choice. You think it's Cook's choice? Okay. John Cook is, I think, in that. Coach K realm of he gets to pick who he wants next. But I do think that can only go so far. Because here's the thing. I get that he's John Cook. Like I just said, he's basically unimpeachable. He's earned the right to say who he wants his successor to be. But it it would be bad for the athletic director of the president to say, yep, whoever you want, coach, throw him in, no questions asked. You still have to do your due diligence because as good as John Cook is, as much benefit of the doubt he's earned, you're still his boss. But you, do you still think- are looking at the athletic department holistically. Is this person fit in the culture? Do I trust their vision as much as John Cook does? John Cook's word holds a lot of weight as it should. But I don't know if he gets 100% say so. 75% sure, at least. But the thing is, with that, is do you really think he's going to choose somebody that wouldn't be beneficial to the program? Because if he's going so. to choose somebody, saying. if he's choosing somebody, that person's already, if they're not at the top of your list, they're near the top of your list. In terms of somebody that he would want leading a program that he and Terry Pettit built into this this monster that it is, this he's is, not going to choose somebody just based off of a personal favor or off of, you know, I really like this person. I think they'll do well. It's this person is really good. I believe this person is really good, and they will be able to lead this program and continue what I built. I'm with you. This is where I'd love to have been privy to the conversations after 1997 in football yeah. because that's essentially what we're doing. We've had our Devaney to Osborne with Pettit to Cook. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the Solich? Frank Solich, from all everything I've read and heard, was the right hire at the time. You know, selected by Tom Osborne, had been around forever, worked his way up, was there. Could Nebraska have gone outside the family and done better than Frank Solich? It wouldn't have been popular, but was there someone out there that Nebraska could have swung for the fences and gone? I don't know. That's I, I, that's but a whole other side of it. Also, is like 
who wants to take this job after John Cook? You never want to follow the guy. I mean, John Cook ch- chose to follow Terry Pettit, right? Mm-hmm. Off a of bet. And he, he held up. And, and he exceeded, and he's built it even to something bigger. Like Osborne did to right? Danny. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now it's... Like that's where it's one. It's curious, like curious, curious enough to where it's if if Jalen Reyes takes it or if Danny Busboom Kelly takes it, Danny Busboom just takes it. And let's say Nebraska doesn't make final four, a final four. Like what? What's in the conversation in five, in three, three or three four five years. years? Okay, three to five years. Are they getting past the the? Are they getting to the Sweet Sixteen, the Elite Eight? Sweet 16, maybe one or two Elite Eights. Have they won the conference, or are they sitting second or third? A little bit of both. Like Nebraska is now Now? in the conference. But nationally, Mm -hmm. nationally, what's the conversation? It's the Frank Solich one. And that is just, that's bonkers. But if you you compare it directly with Frank Solich, you're getting to a national championship at some point. You're just losing. You're having right. a you're having a national player of the year. You're having top recruiting classes year in and year out. You're you're continuing the regular season winning, maybe a couple surprise losses here and there, but you make it to a national championship. You lose. Uh, you're doing all of these great things. It's just not to the exact same level. And I think don't get the and don't get this twisted, Nebraska volleyball fans. The best thing that could happen for the next person is what has happened where they haven't won national championships. Not saying that they won't. If they win another one, that'd be great. And that'd be fantastic for whoever ends up following because they'll get some better recruits. But the best thing to happen is that John Cook isn't winning back-to-back national yeah, titles but, man, to y- end you, his tenure. You, you look at this roster and 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 recruiting class year after year, and, and shout-out to John Cook and, and, more importantly, Jalen Reyes for that as well. This, this is the roster that that you're sitting here going national champion potential. Back, like the back to back is a possibility. It's such a it's such a young roster. You're outside of transfers. You're not going to lose anybody off of this current roster I mean, next season. My goodness. I want to go with this from Bryce on the text line. He says, "Whoever takes over needs to be a small ego person who isn't desperate with putting their stamp on the program." Yes and no. A small ego person that you realize the program is always bigger than you. John yeah. Cook realizes that. Like John Cook is very confident in what he's doing. He you know helped build this to where it is. <laughs> to say rightfully so. As he should. Yeah. Yes. So John Cook has that, you know, competitive ego, but it's not all about John Cook. You know, mm-hmm. so there's that. You have to have a big enough ego in the sense of you have to be confident enough to be the person to follow the guy. Because if you have a small I don't know if I can do this, I don't know if I'm ready for it, I don't know if I deserve this, you're gonna fall you have to him. tell yourself that you do, that you're here for a reason. But at the same time, you can't say, oh, I don't like what this coach did. No, I have a completely different style. We're going to run, you know, a 5-1 instead of a 6-2, yada, yeah. yada. There, there's a balance to be drawn there. And that's where I think it's interesting as a Duke basketball fan, having just watched this with John Shire and Coach K. Mm-hmm. John Shire was on a lot of those, you know, 35 under 35 lists where everyone saw he was a rising coach. He's not Mike Krzyzewski. They have different personalities. They have different styles. They're running mm-hmm. a lot of the same stuff. Because that's the system John Shire played in. But the way John Shire relates to recruits is different. The Some of the schematics are different. But again, as much as it was about Coach K at Duke, John Shire's made it about Duke as a program. Mm-hmm. As I think, you know, even though the conversation was there with Coach K, he tried to make it about the program more so than him. And I think Nebraska volleyball is in a very similar spot. I, I, I mean, 
whoever does take this job when it whenever it does become available, we're talking which, about it like it's happening. Yeah, right? it, which it's going to be years, a couple years down the road here. Um, they're going to have all the resources at their disposal, mm-hmm. which is not common necessarily in volleyball, right? It, it's, I mean, volleyball. I won't say it's right up there with football, but it is prioritized at Nebraska. And and, and we're reminded of it year after year with the spring matches, with 1,700-plus people watching a stream against a U-20 Brazilian team on uh, in, in when the team when the Huskers are in Brazil on June 1st. And just over and over we are reminded on how deep and important Husker volleyball is in this state – Especially when they go to Final Fours and when they go to national titles, people travel for. I mean, people travel for football. Sometimes people travel maybe for baseball, but people will travel just as much, if not more, than baseball for volleyball. You're going to get ninety-one thousand inside a football stadium I mean, for a volleyball. That match. is that is bonkers. Here's, By the way, extra tickets went on sale today. Standing the site, room only. The site crashed yeah. eight minutes before it opened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's the last question before we step aside for a break. Obviously, Danny Busboom Kelly was here, played here. Mm-hmm. Is she coached here? She did. That's what I'm saying. She was here as a player and then coach. Is she the Kirby Smart to John Cook's Nick Saban? Okay, so Kirby Smart to to Georgia was there, was an assistant. Mm-hmm. Okay, she saw what John Cook did, but I don't think she's doing things the exact same way as John Cook. She is not. Kirby Smart has the Alabama blueprint because he was there. But yeah. he and Nick Saban are not the same person. No. Yeah, I think Man. that's a great comparison. I, I, I think that yeah. I think that's spot on. Um, in that you, case, if you're Alabama, are you going to try to poach Kirby Smart? Uh, that's See, where the that's only where thing is, is, is try to poach and that's, do you try Kelly? to get the next best thing. But that's that's and that's just something that I've had a conversation with my wife, who's a massive volleyball fan, Nebraska volleyball fan, is and it, like I, I, hey, careful how I say this. I don't want her to build a massive lasting legacy in the next few years at Louisville. I want her to be successful. I don't want her to win national titles because if she does, she might fall in love with it. If she falls in love with it, if she is choice number one, she might not leave. And that's Probably the fair. difference with Kirby and and Nick is because I don't think Kirby, even if Alabama came calling, I think he's built up Georgia back-to-back national titles enough where he's like, look, I'm good. I've got what I need here. I still think, though, when you think of football at this point, currently the pinnacle is Alabama. Probably the most historic. And in volleyball, you have... I don't know. Is it a three three way race? It's it's Penn Nebraska, State. Penn State, Stanford. It's Penn State and Stanford are are one and two. Nebraska okay. is Nebraska is right. And then, there. and then where does a team like Texas fall into there? Same place as football. They're yeah they're they're top ten. <laughs> yeah. No, they're top five. They're up there. I was well. gonna say. I think I think when you look at it's the, Penn State and it's Penn State, Stanford, Nebraska you, are your top three, regardless of the order. Although I would probably put Penn State first because of yep. the the run that Russ Rhodes went on. In the, I think it was the early 2000s mm-hmm. when they won like five straight national titles. Well, ne- John Cook, once he joined the Big Ten, built Nebraska to stop Penn State. Yep. And that's yes. what Wisconsin did to Nebraska. Yes. Kelly Sheffield built Wisconsin to stop Nebraska. Like, th- that's where it's like once you get to those 
in volleyball, and maybe this is the same as football when you look at jobs, and I guess maybe this kind of navigates into our next conversation that was going to take place in this segment, Austin. But maybe at that point, it's like once you get to one of those pinnacle jobs, and and, and with parity, mm-hmm. with parity in co- collegiate athletics now, you're getting to this place where Georgia, Alabama, I, I don't want to throw USC in there. You can't because um, they're not having success right now. Georgia and Alabama, right, mm-hmm. if we want to use the Kirby and Nick Saban comparison, is the same similar job to where in volleyball you have Nebraska, Penn State, at this point Wisconsin, I suppose, Wisconsin, yeah, Stanford. Curious title. to see if Wisconsin yes, but there's, is there's, there's 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 it's a priority it is. and and there's invest investment that's the word i was looking yeah. for there's investment in it stanford um and, and texas i feel like there's another school we're forgetting florida has been up there like there's like there's teams that have been up there but there's a school we're forgetting let's take a break like ucla we'll think about is, it usc ucla being added is big that's big Man. Let's, let's think about it over break. We'll come back, keep the conversation going. I've got one other spin on it that I want okay. to throw your guys' way. We'll do that next on the block.